Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's Morphin' Time. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room right now and find one of our Locked On rooms. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back and hope you're enjoying this short work week. Uh, we're still here uh, plugging away on Locked On Spurs. And what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about Jakob Pertl and what he had to say to Austria Media recently. Involving what is he working on? This offseason, does he believe in this team and much, much more? Also, Team USA, Popovich, hey, hey, they're, they're, they're underway out in Las Vegas and day one practice is all but over. What did Pop have to say about the state of the team as the Olympics loom? And in case you're wondering who our guest is today, I, I hear that he's pretty uh, he's pretty big in San Antonio. I'm not, I mean, <laughs> when, when he calls himself Big Poppy, that should tell you a lot. Making his Los debut is ESPN's own Brandon Big Poppy Medina. Brandon, welcome to Locked On Spurs. Oh, my goodness. This is a dream come true right here. I get to be with my man, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> yeah, right. This is the come best. On, like The biggest celebrity in the city. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Hey, hey, we, we recently found out you and I share um, not only a common interest in sports and Spurs, but we also like wrestling. Oh, I'm a huge fan. He, I have, I'm rocking the Ric Flair t-shirt as we speak. Yeah, I'm a nice, huge fan. Nice. Uh, I'm all about wrestling, UFC. I, I, I dabble into a few different things, as I'm sure you do. You know what I mean? Besides our yeah. good old local Spurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and in case anybody's wondering, uh, let them know what you do for ESPN San Antonio, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. So I am an honor personality there at ESPN San Antonio. I help out with Rob and Jason over at the Blitz. And then I host uh, two shows, which will turn into three shows come August. Uh, I host the Post Up, which is a basketball show with Jack Thompson on Friday nights at seven. I host Down for the Count, a wrestling show that's been going for about two years here in the city on Thursday nights. And then also I do the Fantasy Gods with my boy Michael Jimenez starting up for fantasy football season on Sunday morning. So that's going to be a packed schedule come August and this fall. So the cat's out of the bag. You know, the uh, Fantasy Gods are coming back, right? Yeah, Fantasy Gods are coming back. Season two is in the works. We are, we're, that's All happening right. for sure. So let me get this straight. Not only are you called Big Poppy, you're also a Fantasy God. There's a I, lot. I'm honored. I'm honored that you're on this <laughs> show right now. Listen, there's a lot of names being thrown around, right, Jeff? But you could you you know me as Brandon. I'm the regular hometown Southside right. grown guy. You know what I'm saying? Now, Big Poppy is just part of that. But we all have our names. I mean, you know, I hear when I hear Jeff Garcia, I hear the legend being thrown out. I hear stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so okay. you know, it's it's definitely uh, a a head to head matchup of the best nicknames for me and you. Um, so your PayPal account is what again? Just oh, okay, so, sounds good. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that after the show, it seems. Yeah, we'll get to that. After. By the way, you know, you're you're a fellow Southsider. I'm a Southsider myself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. a Southwest uh, graduate, first college, um, first person to go to college in my family. I have my little Texas good, Tech good, basketball good. on the back. So I went to Texas Tech as the, at the right time. We started going to national championships. Went to school with Pat Mahomes. So it was a perfect time to be there. Follow him on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon M. Do it right now. Let's dive into this, Brandon, and get, get your it. debut of Locked On Spurs underway. So Jakob Pertl, he spoke to Austria Media via the APA. Basically, the APA is just the version of the AP in Austria. That's pretty yep. much what it is, in case anybody's wondering. But he had, he had quite some things to say. 
Let's start off with the big thing that he said. And, and he says that he really believes that this team as constructed is something, that this can be built into something. Uh, look, I get it. He has to say those things. He's not going to come <laughs> out and say, like, you know, like, hey, player A and B and C and my team is, they suck. We're not going anywhere. I get that. But taking it for what he for what he had to say, do you believe, as Proto believes, that this team can really build into something? Yeah, I think the the building blocks are there, Jeff. Uh, you know, you and I talk about it constantly. I think the building blocks are there. Is this team something is a very different question. No, it's not. It's definitely nothing special, but there are special building blocks. The foundation is there to build a great team. However, we are still a ways way from this team. I mean, when you look at, at at the players we have, the potential is absolutely incredible. I mean, you have Lonnie Walker, who's starting to get really confident in his shot. You have Derek White, who's taking on a leadership role, coming off the bench and starting some games. And then you have Keldon Johnson, who me and you believe could be a legitimate playmaker, a legitimate force in this league. However, do all of those superstars, as you will, or all of those stars in general, do they do they stay on this team for the long run? Who knows? Because you have to make strides in this league and we're not up to par with the competition, especially in the Western Conference. So I understand where he's going with that. The building blocks are there. The foundation is there. The team has a long road ahead, though, to get to a competitive level uh, with the West, with the with the rest of the Western Conference. Let me ask you something. You bring up a good uh, point here. Uh, keeping up with the Western Conference. It, it, it seems to me in order to keep up with the Western Conference, they're going to have to either add a big piece to this core or maybe yep. flip some of the guys to keep up with the Joneses. You and I have talked about this. You probably talked about this over at ESPN San Antonio is that look at the Spurs own backyard. Uh, you have Luka Doncic with the Mavericks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zion Wilson with the Pelicans, John Morant with the uh, Grizzlies there. Houston's going to get the number two pick. And then there are the Spurs. You hear what Proto has to say that this team is some, can build into something. And that's great. I'm glad he's saying that. You know, I'm thankful he says that. But this building process has got to get going, doesn't it? I mean, it really does. It really does. And, and I think that that happens not only with this year's draft, but possibly, you know, you and I have talked about it too, possibly even – waiting a little bit in free agency you might you might have to struggle one more year maybe this free agency class is not worth paying out the money that some of these people are going to be expecting i mean there's a lot of names being thrown around of who the spurs should be targeting in free agency obviously you and i both know spurs twitter is a mind of its own um so i mean there's there's so much pressure on an organization who throughout my entire life has been successful and we've never seen the pressure about getting back to that level because we've always been at that level. So I think it's one of those things where, you know, the, the the run of dominance had to come to an end at some point, right? And we all should have been prepared for it. I think it's just so many people are so stuck on what the Spurs were and we're not focused on what the Spurs are and where we need to go. Because like you said, Houston has that second pick. Luka's going to be in Dallas for possibly the foreseeable future. We don't know. A lot of things yeah. are changing in Dallas. But – the Spurs are behind the curve just in Texas, much less the hmm. whole Western Conference. Oh, uh, do you want to make a hot take? Are the Spurs just the third best team in the West in the Texas? Um, Texas Listen, area? You're cornering me. You're cornering me now. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I think the Spurs will still be better uh, this next year than the Rockets. I think whatever happens this free agency, I think the Spurs will definitely continue to to, to gain momentum because whether players get moved and pieces get moved or whatever we do in the draft and agency process. Like I said, the foundation is there to have a legitimate team, an okay team, at least 
and it's sad to say to, to be look, looking forward to this, but at least a play-in team. Um, I, I think this team is going to be an eight, seven, maybe on a good, good, good year, a six seed. Um, but I, I mean, this Western Conference is just so stacked. I just don't think I would say we're the third best. I just think we're behind the curve as far as potential and momentum go with moves being made. Look, obviously they're going to get better. You know, they got yeah. a little seasoning last year. You know, we saw DeJounte up his uh, stats and, you know, yep. he's seemingly looking like he's going to be that vocal leader as, you know, hopefully it gets better. Saw KJ do his thing. Obviously there's things to work on with him, particularly the outside shot, hopefully a three-point shot. Um, you know, in the list, Devin Vassell, he's got, he got run as a rookie in San Antonio, which is unheard of. Yep. Uh, but nevertheless, they're going to be better. But – Brandon, is it is it weird for me or for you to hear me say this? Like, okay, that's good. I'm glad you're going to get better Spurs, young guys that Pardo believes in, but it's just not enough yet. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find, ju- you'll find fans just like you over at Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to the big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Look, I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get started right now, and I'll meet you there. Go download it for free right now at the uh, Green Room app on all iOS devices. Now, to make sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL group for all the latest league updates. You'll find tons of incredible rooms for your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join y'all. I'll let you know once Lockdown Spurs room is live. Download Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. No, I, I don't. I don't think it's crazy to say. I think we again we have this expectation of this organization as. First off, two people who are homegrown here in the city and then also followers of this organization, whether you've been following them for 10 years or following them for 33 three decades. You know what I mean? I mean, it's this team has always had a legitimate either person running the team, right? A legitimate superstar, which right now, let's be honest, we don't have. Um, mm-hmm. And it also has always had legitimate success especially over the past two decades so we have this expectation of what we want the spurs to be and when they fall short of that which is literally just one year just last year um i think we start being a little too harsh too quick to start pointing the finger when realistically it happens to every franchise i mean it has to it's part of the game it's part of the way things work and it's business at the end of the day but the spurs will get back to where they need to be especially whether it's through free agency or through this next upcoming draft, the lottery and this draft are as deep as it gets and free agency might not be nearly as deep, but there's still some viable playmakers that you and I, and a lot of others on social media really look forward to targeting. You look at this Spurs core and uh, you you talked about it right now, the draft, they're going to add pieces to it. And and that's where step one begins with the draft. Brandon, do they have to hit a home run with the number 12 pick uh, in a few weeks? That's a question that keeps me up at night right there, Jeff. That's a question that keeps me up at night because on one hand, I want to say absolutely. On one hand, I want to say you absolutely have to. This is the biggest step in this entire process of getting back to that that promised land. 
is hitting on this number 12 pick. And we've seen it. I mean, you look at superstars in the NBA right now, especially the, with the teams that were left in the semifinals of both conferences, there was a lot of players that were not taken in the top 10. They were really, really good superstars. And so you really got to nail this one on the head. And that's the thing. It's just, you know, we're seeing the potential that's there at 12. And once you get outside of that top 10, you're you're really taking some chances on boomer bust potential and or yeah. low ceilings or high ceiling guys, but maybe right. not the highest potential. I mean, you're really going to get stuck just really hoping you pick the right person. And so for me, I would say 100%, this is a necessity to getting this process started to get the Spurs back to where they were is you have to know this draft, whether you move up, whether you stay complacent, whatever the case, yeah. your scouting needs to be legit and needs to be on point and you cannot mess this one up. Yeah, you look, uh, I've been on the record saying that they're on the clock. Uh, the Spurs team is now officially on the clock right now because the first domino to fall likely will be De- DeMar DeRozan. Yep. You know, whether he stays or goes, you hear the reports the Lakers are eyeing him um, in the signing trade with the Spurs. Great. You want to do signing trade with us, you know, LAL, go for it. But what you're going to give us, you know, what's going to help propel this Spurs team forward? The last thing I, I think they, they do not or at least cannot afford is a long-term project yes. player. Give them a year. Okay, fine. One season, I get it, you know, but this can't be a draft and stash. This can no. be, you know, somebody that maybe in three, four seasons, they'll they'll get it. They'll finally click. They, they got to find immediate help now, don't they, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, you look at the past couple of years, you look at, obviously, Devin Vassell is the earliest pick we've had in quite a while besides Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard, and you look at DeJounte, where we got him an absolute stud of a, of a star player. Um, later on in the draft, you look at Derek White, you look at Lonnie Walker. When you're up in this top 12, you're up in this lottery pick you know, designation, you need to have somebody that can come in and not just play, come in and possibly start out the gate, come in and get those minutes. Me and you both have been on the record of saying we're tired of seeing these rookies come in and get shipped right off to Austin. As fans, there's an excitement that comes with the draft. There's an excitement that comes with watching these players put in the minutes, right? Whether they're getting beat by a veteran or they're putting it to veterans on the other side. Whatever the case, we want to see these players in action. What did we get, right? What did we get? What was the best bang for our buck? We want to see that. We don't want to see them in Austin, and then maybe they come back and maybe they're just a notch better. Let them get better with time. I agree with you. If it's one year, sure, but there's no chance that that Spurs fans or I think the Spurs organization are going to be looking for a draft and stash guy that's going to take a few years to grow because – if it's not this free agency, it's going to be the next free agency. And by then, you're already hoping this guy's turned into a legitimate player that you can build around. You're not throwing shit at Lucas Hominich, are you? No, not at all. But all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is I have no idea what we even have in Lucas Hominich. Yeah. Did we see enough to know what we have? No. like, And, and yeah. that happens a lot with, with this I team. It, yeah. I think, you know, it's just a lot of, you know, looking forward to Austin games instead of looking forward to full Spurs games. Right. And so... I, I, on the other hand, yeah, I think you just, you need to get them some minutes in the legitimate NBA time to go against these veterans and players in the league. I mean, you look at, I mean, a number 12 pick should be able to, you know, help in some sort of immediacy role. I mean, you're a number 12 pick for a reason, you know, just like Devin Vassell was a number 11 pick, Yep. you know, and sure enough, lo and behold, he actually did help uh, the Spurs. Did he have his rookie moments? Of course that happens, but I bet you anything, Brandon, because of the weird situation slash season that he had in his first go around of the NBA, it's going to help him. He had to learn on the fly on the job training immediately. 
-hmm. You can't tell me that experience isn't the best teacher, you know, uh, and he got plenty of that as a rookie in the Spurs system. And everybody knows that that's usually not the way it goes in the Spurs process. Yeah. But I, I actually think that the pandemic situation for both rookies of Vassell and uh, Jones and you know, some of the young guys like here, Kelton Johnson's and uh, are going to help them moving forward. We're talking with Brandon, big poppy Medina. You follow him on Twitter at big poppy, Brandon M. He is the host of the Down for the Count podcast over at ESPN San Antonio, and a lot more hats coming his way. Be on the lookout for that. Brandon, one other thing that Pirtle talked about in the article slash uh, chat with the Austrian media via APEA is that he saw himself take on a more of a, a role. Uh, he had a, he he says he had a bigger role yeah. in the team, a little bit more vocal, and he said that he appreciated that. Another thing he talked about, and I think this is probably the bigger conversation, is that he's actually working on free throws, Brandon. Oh my free goodness. Free throws. Goodness. No more hack, no more hack a yak next season, Brandon. No, please, God, no. Don't do this to us again. I mean, you look at I mean, you look at his game as a whole. Are we expecting an all-star season from Jakob Perto? No, but at the same time, now your free throws, my God. Put it, put it, put it in the net. <laughs> They're literally free. Let's make sure we get those going because I mean, a lot of times down the stretch in games, you look back at those free throws, and that's the determining factor of winning a game and losing a game. And you lose enough of them, that's where you have to be in this play-in spot. That's why you get kicked out of the playoffs. I mean, those games all count, and they are all the backbone of free throws, free throws, free throws. You know, let's get the quote here from uh, Pirtle. And again, excuse me, everybody. This was via uh, a Google Translate. So a little iffy, but the, you'll get the gist of it. He says, quote, I already felt that status was changing. He's talking about his role beyond the X's and L's, Brandon. He says the responsibility in the team increased and my opinion now counts more. How big is that for Pirtle moving forward? I think it's huge. I think it's a huge boost of confidence. I think it's a huge boost of, you know, just player relationship. Um, and I, I don't find this hard to believe. Do you think that, I mean, I feel like that makes sense. Like Jakob definitely was put a more on his plate than probably somebody, his stature on another team. I think Jakob definitely took on more as a leader, took on more as a role player, as a starter, just so much where I don't find this hard to believe at all. I definitely think he has more of a voice than probably what we were led to believe coming into this season. Yeah, look, I think anything helps. If we can get more leadership out of these uh, these younger core guys, I mean, it's great. You know, I know physically he doesn't look it, but Jakob is still a young guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he really is. And I, and, and I love his uh, grittiness, right? He has that real grit to go up, grab a rebound in traffic, put it up in traffic, whatever the case. It's just those – you start making those free throws – Jakob's putting up double digits. Like you really start mm -hmm. making those free throws. That makes a huge factor in his play, in his growth. Um, I, I think that's going to be absolutely enormous for the Spurs moving forward. But I love the boost of confidence. And if he feels that mm -hmm. way and it's reciprocated from the team, I think that only helps in this in this whole rebuild process for the Spurs. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They have a limited time flavor right now. Built grasshopper cookie yeah <laughs> that's awesome it's available this week only from july 6th to the 9th get the new bill bar flavor grasshopper cookie uh, what does it taste like well this version of the bill bars is a classic thin mint cookie it's all the flavor without the sugar 150 calories 17 grams of protein and only 50 grams of sugar now look 
They have so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. They got coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, orange. The list goes on and on. Look, if you're you're going to be a Built Bar fan, there's no doubt about it. Uh, everybody's talking about it. I enjoy it. I actually enjoyed a uh, Built Bar before even recording this episode. Look, and if you can't figure out what your favorite flavor is, they got a mix box. You get two of each of the nine flavors. Now, most Built Bars are, well, pretty healthy for you. We kind of give you an idea what they uh, go through, uh, at least what you're getting when you when you eat one and you get yourself a box. But the calories also range from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Look, they're amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. And, yeah, you cannot stress how good they taste. And they're healthy for you. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. I mean, that's just awesome. Go to BuiltBar.com right now or simply go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get yourself 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action over at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Head to the website right now, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. He's 25 years old. He's just 25 years old. And I think, wow. Brandon, we forget that he was a lottery pick. Wasn't he like eight or nine? Somebody in Toronto picked him early. Yeah, Toronto did pick him early. Uh, but I know Toronto picked him, and he was one of those guys that, like we just said, we kind of don't want, right? There's one of those draft and stash, kind of one of those give yeah. him some time to develop, give him some time to gain some potential. And we kind of got him when he was already developing, right? He was already being developed, already starting to get some playing time. And when he jumped onto the Spurs, he was thrust into this – Pretty hefty role for a guy that age, especially in the Spurs program. And I think he's done nothing uh, but what's asked of him. I mean, nobody's asking him to put up 30. Nobody's asking him to put up 25. Just be a good big man, play some defense, grab some rebounds. All you got to do is make your free throws, and we'll be happy as a fan base, I'm sure. Yeah. Last season, he shot uh, the second career worst from the charity stripe. He shot about 50%. That was his second worst. Um so, yeah, there's a lot to improve on in that department. But Perto went on to say that, look, it's not just free throws. He's looking to increase uh, aspects of all game, all his mm-hmm. game and, and at all levels. So, yay, that's good to hear because, look, aside from the free throws issues, there's the offensive end just in general, Brandon. You know, yep. we, we know teams are going to sag on him if he's in the midi or, dare I say, near the three-point line. <laughs> I don't know why he would be there, but if he's there, you know, they're not going to D him up. I, I – the Working on free throws is great. You bring up a good point. It's going to pad his stats. Great. But my goodness, I would just be happy, Brandon, if he just had some sort of just reliable hook shot. Just something, Brandon. Just something to keep defenses honest. Yeah, I agree. I think, like you said, I hope Jakob's not just posted up at the three-point line because if he is, yeah, he, he better not. I, now, <laughs> now, if he starts putting in three points, listen, I'm going to start calling you and I'm going to be losing my mind if we got Jakob Pertle just <laughs> shooting from three. But – like you said, if you can just get a good, you know, five to 10 foot shot, whether it's something small, something reliable, something that can just help out the team, that'd be great. I think if he starts to even get a, a minimal 
mid-range shot, that'd be a huge help because the one thing you and I talk about countless and countless hours, whether it's you and I, you and some of the guys from ESPN, you and your buddies, even listeners of uh, the Locked on Spurs podcast here, this team needs more shooting depth. This team needs to become what the NBA is, right? We don't have that three-point incredible shooters on the squad that can just go out and, and put up threes all day. No, but we, if we can get some mid range to even, you know, close to reliable three point shooting going this next year. And if Jakob's a part of that, that'd be a, mm-hmm. a huge step forward and what we're trying to do. But I do agree with you. If he can start getting something uh, to keep that defense honest, to start putting that defense on their toes and maybe stop slacking off on them. Um, I think yeah. Jakob can really, really become a, a special player for us. Not maybe an all-star type, but definitely a fan favorite right. like he already is. Yeah. Look, defensively, we know he's a stud, you know, yep. one of the more underrated, appreciated uh, centers, uh, the defensive end in the league. Uh, you know, he brings it, you know, we don't have to go into the stats. I think Spurs fans by now, listeners locked on Spurs know by now statistically what he does. He is great, but offensively that's where the challenge is for him because it's not just him. As we record this show and currently on the roster, Brandon, after Jakob, it goes, what, Drew Eubanks and Luka Samanich? Again, nothing wrong with those guys. You know, get it. Samanich seemingly seems to be on the right path. I don't know, Jeff. I heard heard some shade in that comment. I heard some shade. I heard some shade in that comment right there, Jeff. Hey, look, 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 look. Luka. All right, moving on. Uh, So we're going to go with (laughs) Drew Eubanks. (laughs) Uh, And Drew Eubanks, you know, again, you know, tough, rugged guy, gets you points. Has a bit of a – he can knock them down. We saw him knock down some shots last year. Yeah. But again, it's just not enough. And no. the Spurs, at least in that department, need help. And and that hopefully is an area where they, or they, the Spurs, are going to address in the offseason, whether it be via draft or the number 12 pick or in free agency. Uh, we're we're uh, talking about Jakob Pertl and his comments to Austrian media a couple of days ago about the Spurs, the outlook, and his future with the team, which he says, Brandon, that he is, quote, now more invested in the Spurs project. So he sees this team as a project. He goes, we, that's where he said, we can really build on something. It's a long journey back to the finals. And I think that's where Spurs fans need to understand that this, this is Rome's not going to be built overnight with this team. No, It's going to take some time. And uh, Jakob hit it on the head right there. Uh, but how much time do the Spurs have? Because we mentioned it. You know, the backyard, the teams in the division are going to get stronger. Or, or going, like Houston, we mentioned there's still a part of me that says they got to get aggressive and shake the trees, man. You really do. And I mean, you're going to shake the trees. You're going to shake up the fan base a little bit. You and I both know that every organization is going to face that when you start trading away players. Um, Cause there's a lot of players that the fans like to say are off limits. Right. But at the end of the day, Jeff, this is a business. If it means trading one for a superstar and an all-star, there's nothing that we're not the mm. ones making those trades and making you know those things happen it's it's all a business i definitely think there's some players i wouldn't like to see go but there's some players yeah. i don't mind seeing mood if it means getting in a hall for them and getting in somebody that can make moves and 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 push us forward now and not later so i agree with you it starts with the draft it 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 ends with free agency but it does not end the potential growth of these players right. we need to see them get legitimate minutes you cannot You cannot continuously put these guys in Austin and expect them to come back into the NBA, putting up the same numbers they're putting in in, in, in the league, not 
of the same as the rest of their teammates. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not going to happen. They're not going to put up 26 the way they are in Austin. They're going to come in and put up, you know, six points here, eight points there, but they need those valuable NBA minutes to truly show what they can become and mm-hmm. give us a little bit of glimpse into what we drafted. Absolutely. We're talking with Brandon Big Poppy Medina. Follow him on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon M. He is the host or the co-host, that is, of Down for the Count podcast on ESPN San Antonio. He's also a fill-in guy for some a lot of the shows and a lot more shows coming your way over at ESPN San Antonio featuring Brandon and the rest of the crew out there who, by the way, I, I just learned you're a sneakerhead, huh? Oh my god, I'm a huge sneakerhead. Yeah, you can't you can't really see it right now, but I know I have a ton of my sneakers in the behind me. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big collector. I think uh, I got engaged and bought a house this past December. Um, and Congratulations! So for, thank you, I appreciate it. And then I had uh, a, a beautiful baby girl back in April, so a lot of things oh, picking congratulations up. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, pick, yeah. Picking up speed over here in the Medina household. So are that means are you going to have enough money now to? That's what I'm sneakers? saying. That's what I'm saying. Listen, listen, my man. I just bought my first pair in like three months, and it was it was a beautiful moment opening up that packaging and some new Jordans. Moment. It was a beautiful moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I definitely had to stop a little bit, take a step back, but. We're jumping back on the sneaker hype train for sure. Okay. You know, before we transition to our next topic, which is about Team USA and Papa, I got to ask you, are you a fan of the DeJounte Murray New Balance line? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, me and Jack Thompson on our show, The Post Up, it's a, it's a big basketball show on Friday nights at 7. Uh, we always include a segment in our show, Jeff, uh, called Outside the Lines, right? And that's all mm-hmm. about sneakers, sneaker culture, whether it's in movies, nice. whether it's whatever. And me and him both, did a top five on our favorite specific basketball shoes to go play basketball in and also wear off court and new balance was in our top three both times um i'm a huge fan of the new balance sneakers i think they're great to wear on the court they look great off court and for any of those you know spurs fiesta fans that viva kind of kind of vibrant yeah teal and pink and those I mean, those sneakers were the first to go. I think you got those, right? You got those, didn't you? Those, yeah, those DeJantes, yeah. didn't you get a pair? I got a pair of the Fiesta ones. I also have a pair of the uh, original ones, the very, very first line that okay. he ever came out with. Uh, but I I got to ask, you know, but does that include the Kawhi Leonard New Balance kicks? That's what I was going to ask you, Jeff. I was going to say, has Jeff Garcia bought any Kawhi Leonard shoes? Because no, I refuse. No. There's no way my money is going not. to Kawhi Leonard shoes. Exactly. Exactly. I ain't doing, I ain't going down that path whatsoever. Nope. Let's go ahead and uh, if you wear talk those in San Antonio, you, it's bad news. Yeah, you're asking for it. Yeah, you're asking for it. You might as well just not, not show up to the Spurs game at all. Or let alone just don't walk yes. to San Antonio. But, hey, look. Let's talk about Team USA and uh, Popovich. They just concluded their first practice yesterday night. Uh, things are getting mm-hmm. underway for the Summer Olympics. Uh, Popovich spoke on a few things. He said right now they're just looking to try to come together as fast as they can, although players like Kevin Love and then Bam Adebayo spoke with media. They also said that that's kind of a goal right now. This team is stacked. Pop is leading the charge. I gotta ask, you know, I asked a fan this, so I'll ask you this. Do you think it's gonna be easy street for Popovich and Team USA at the Olympics? That's a tough one. I want to say yes, because obviously we're always the favorites. We always go above and beyond when it comes to basketball in the Olympics. So I would say, yeah, I think, I think it's expected to be now. Will it be? I don't think so. Uh, There's always those countries who, who continue to show out. Now, obviously in the past we had, I, I feel personally 
a lot more competition. You know, when you had Argentina, you had Spain, you had Brazil that had a lot of really good players. Because what you see in the Olympics or in the FIBA tournament, anything like that, is there's players who are not even starting on NBA teams that show how big the gap is from an NBA player to a normal professional right. player. Um, I mean, they, you see Patty Mills going for 30 something, 40 something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you see, you saw Leandro Barbosa way back when going off, you saw players who, you know, Jose Caderon, just there's players who are just built for this, this, this team basketball representing their country. And when you're representing your country, that's a whole nother level of intensity. I feel. And, and, Team USA needs to be prepared for that because you start sleeping on some of these these countries, it's going to come back to bite you. Absolutely. Popovich and the, the rest of the uh, couple of other players that spoke with media echoed that. They said, look, we're playing against teams that have been together not just recently, but like since they're, they're, they're kids, like their teenage years, yeah. uh, playing for the national teams, growing up within the national basketball team, while this USA team is just a collection put together kind of like at the last minute, if you really think about it. Uh, but they're stacked, you know, they, they, they got Kevin Love, you know, although he may be the odd man out, but I mean, he's still a, a, a big that they desperately need because there's a lot of mobile bigs in the, in the international play. There's a Bam out of Bayou. Uh, the, the list goes on and on and on. This is a stacked team. I think they should not have too many problems. Is right. it safe to say, well, let me ask you, would you be surprised if they get an L? Would I be surprised if they took an L? I would say yeah. yes. Yeah. I would say yes. I think. I mean, you look at you look at the the competition again. I mean, is Spain what they were with the Gasol brothers in their prime? No. Is is no. Yeah. is France pretty good? Sure, France is pretty good. Australia is okay, is but outside of yeah. The, yeah, outside of those of those three teams, I don't think there's much to worry about. I mean, Slovenia obviously is getting it with Luca. He's a, a, yeah. a, an absolute, you know, hero to his country and good for him. But I mean, there's no chance Luca alone with that team is going to, is going to give an L to the United States. And you, I mean, yeah. hopefully this doesn't come out, come back to bite me. I'll knock on wood for it, but <laughs> I think the United States should not take an L period. I mean, you're expected to be the best uh, country at basketball. I mean, the, the, the squad you've conjured up, looks to be absolutely the best. And there's even some new faces that we haven't seen. A lot of new faces we haven't seen played for the yeah. U.S. So it should be fun. I just think the number one thing you have to worry about is chemistry, like you mentioned. That's the absolutely, number one fault yeah. of a lot of these teams when they go into the Olympics and and that representing their country. They, they get above the moment and forget how important that chemistry is. Yeah. Uh, also going with pop to uh, the Olympics this summer, there's uh, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, um, Damian Lillard, Draymond Green, Goodness. Zach Levine. The the list goes on and on. I, I think um, Kevin Durant's on that as well. So yeah, th- this, this team is stacked. Uh, they, they sh- now will they get some competitive run? I think so. Um, this is not the 94 dream team where they're just slaughtering teams and a team Popovich even said it himself that he's aware that teams nowadays have NBA ten- that on the national international scale uh, stage. That is, they have NBA talent and it's there. And I think this team, first of all, they cannot sleep any of the games. They can't take any team, team, you know, like willy nilly, like, Oh, we're going to walk on the court. We're team USA. We're going to get the W. No, it ain't going to happen that way. You mentioned Australia, Patty Mills, they had uh, Joel Ingles. They had um, uh, God, they, 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 I just know they're stacked. They're one of the more yeah. stacked teams. Uh, Dante Exum is on that squad. Not to mention, you know, m- most of their other players that just normally play with the international team. 
so yeah, I mean, they're going to be tested early. Um, they have Australia early as a uh, kind of a tune-up game, like a friendly matchup. So not just once, but twice. So Team USA Popovich will face Patty Mills and Team U- Team Australia a couple times before the real deal gets going. So, um, but if you just look on paper, this Team USA is going to be hard to beat. Popovich is uh, leading the charge, and. What are your thoughts on Popovich taking over finally? You know, what seemingly always like something always got in the way, you know, the pandemic got in the way and now he's doing it. It just always felt like a natural fit for him to be leading the way for Team USA, Brandon. Yeah, it, it really did. It always just felt like that. Like you said, something always got in the way. Us as fans have always wanted to see it happen, I'm sure. And to me, I don't want to start any speculation, Jeff. I don't want to start getting Spurs Twitter going crazy yeah, right. and start imploding, <laughs> or imploding on itself. You? But... But all I'm saying is not so much of a hot take. At least I don't think you tell me, but this feels like a farewell giveaway from the U S team to say, come Uh on pop, do this one more. Let's get this happening. Finally, let's go win gold. And then after that, you can make your decision, which probably means he's leaving, but I'm just saying, Uh I think this is kind of the farewell tour. This is the one thing you might not have on his resume that he can finally get. I think this is going to be uh, an awesome time. I'm sure Popovich is going to have a great time. And what a team to go with. Just Damian Litter and Bradley Bill themselves Absolutely. are averaging yeah. like 100 points. Uh, so, I mean, just yeah. you have shooters galore. You have um, the best players the country can offer. And like we talked you about, experience I just don't. experience with Kevin yeah, Love. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's new faces. There's old faces. It's a mix. It's just that chemistry will come. It'll be there. I'm not nervous about that. I just think you cannot sleep. But I don't expect the U.S. to take an L, and I think gold is the expectation, as it always is, yeah. and I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah, Bob said that, too. The goal is the gold medal, and uh, he just wants the team to focus on that, get together as soon as possible, this chemistry-wise. And, hey, look, I know it's just day one of practice just concluded. Uh, by the time we listen to this episode, day two practice will be later today, and you know they'll be talking uh, much later in the evening. So, yeah, hopefully good things out of Team USA and uh, Popovich. Look, Lockdown Spurs will be definitely following that. Because it's not just, you know, Pop on that Team USA uh, roster. On the select team is Kelton Johnson. You, we mentioned yep. uh, Patty Mills playing with Team Australia. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, then you got other players out there, you know, Rudy Gobert with Team France. You know, so it, it, it'll, it'll be a fun time in the Olympic. Olympic games should be fun. Again, just they want to practice. Still a long way to go. So hopefully they're off on the right foot. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Jakob Perto and his comments? Uh, look, we know he has to say those things, but he says, hey, he believes in the guys, that this is a core that something can be built upon. Do you agree with him or not? What about his thoughts on working on his game and becoming more of a leader for the team? And also, what do you think about Team USA and Pop? But more importantly, we need to know what you think about Brandon's uh, debut on Locked On Spurs. Oh, Brandon, yeah. tell everybody how they, how they can follow you on social media and, and everything you do at ESPN San Antonio. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon M for all the hottest takes here in San Antonio that Jeff likes to throw shade at me for. However, (laughs) feel free to give me a follow. Uh, And then all my shows on ESPN San Antonio, you got Down for the Count Wrestling Podcast Thursday nights. Uh, You have the post up show live every Friday at seven. And then you also got the fantasy gods coming back here in August for all you fantasy football fans and gambling degenerates like myself. That's coming out on Sundays right before church. and before kickoff so make sure to get all that all that going but yeah feel free to give me a follow on twitter at big poppy brandon m and it has been an absolute pleasure to join my good friend mr jeff garcia man i really appreciate it brother 
Anytime, buddy. Are you heading out to uh, WWE Raw when it gets here in, uh, in a few well, a few weeks? Yeah, I will be. As I just mentioned about gambling, too, I'm heading out to Vegas to cover the Conor McGregor Uh-oh. fight this weekend. Uh, so I'll be uh, front row for Conor McGregor for the Conor McGregor fight with Dustin Poirier, and uh, I'll try to make sure all that money stays in my pocket. I'll make sure my fiance keeps me uh, keeps me honest. It is, yeah. Good luck to you and your wallet bank account, and Thank hopefully you. you just put the lock on your uh, account. You know, maybe that's what I said. Charge. That's what yeah. I said. Take all my cards, just save it for yourself. Just don't. But then what's going to happen yeah. is I'm going to come back and be like, where are all these charges coming from? Yeah, they're all they're all food charges and that's and, and, and uh, dining charges. That's, that's yes. fine with me. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I actually, you know, before we put a wrap, I actually covered the uh, was it the the BMF title in New York City. Oh, uh, nice. With the yeah, I, I did that one. That was an experience. That yeah. was crazy. That was an yeah. MSG. Fans got rowdy. Fights were breaking out in the seats. It was oh insane. yeah, I, so I've covered the UFC uh, from time to time as well as boxing, and I want to continue covering it. So, like I said, man, wearing a lot of hats over that ESPN San Antonio, and I think I'm going to add another one, possibly a UFC and boxing show. And if I do, nice. I'll make sure to have you on, brother. Yes, please, man. Yeah, invite anytime, man. Yeah, I, I actually do like other things aside nerd stuff, pop culture, and spurs, everybody. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, Brandon will be uh, giving us all the information and we know he will, uh, when that fight gets going in Vegas, McGregor back in the octagon, make sure to follow locked on Spurs, wherever you get your favorite podcast, Odyssey app, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, tell your smart speaker to play locked on Spurs. Simple as that. And Hey, speaking of the draft, cause my eyes are going to be on that. Brandon's eyes going to be on that. Yep. We here at the locked on NBA network will be having the ultimate mock draft 2021 starting on july 19th that event presented by locked on and odyssey featuring the goat of nba mock drafts chad ford and odyssey nba experts brian scalabrini and former general manager ryan mcdonough will be on the show our locked on nba local experts will make selections and possible trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event search the ultimate mock draft 2021 on the new odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. By the way, Brandon, Lockdown Spurs already submitted their pick. Just saying. Ooh. I already know Ooh. who the Lockdown Spurs Uh-oh. Picked. Uh-oh. I don't know if a Spurs fan is going to like it. I'm bracing for the feet. I'm bracing for the, uh, you know, the riot and the pitchforks to come at me once that gets yes. announced. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm already biting my fingers. But. For Brandon Big Poppy Medina, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Mm-hmm.